Live. We're live. What it do? What it do? What it do? It's another Monday. And this is a lit Monday, y'all. Y'all already know we was up in Jersey this weekend. Well, Thursday, Friday. I left Friday. But we was up in Jersey this weekend. I call it the weekend because it was lit. That joint felt like a Saturday up in that mug. Hey, Jezebel. Hey, success. So much has been going on. I'm going to go ahead and, and let you just tell tell me about your experience on uh Hey, hey, look. All right, so... You know we got we got we got different experiences because as you witnessed, I'm wearing my glasses, y'all, because I'm still hungover. Like I'm a lightweight. I'm a lightweight, y'all. I'm a smoke. I can smoke with the best of them. But when I tell y'all, man, I was chilling with Fred over at Dingbats, and that was the <laughs> club that we was. Well, actually, let me not call it a club. That was the venue that we were in. Nice venue, first of all. Let me start off with that. If y'all in Jersey, I couldn't stop talking about them on my show um, Saturday, Jezebel. I just could not stop talking I about them. I heard you. It's like <laughs> I had so much fun. I hadn't been that drunk in a long time. It took me back to my days of going down to 1212 and, and hanging down there and, and just having a good time with the vibe and the people. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, well... We in for the long haul tonight because let's just start off how it started. First of all, the plane ride was amazing. I hadn't been on the plane in a long time, guys, and the plane ride was amazing. Now, what I tell y'all is airports are cold, but I got to the show and shout out to Boss Business for having holding me down with the biscotti as soon as we got off the plane <laughs> because I had to get myself in full-blown game face mode you know now i ain't gonna lie security was an asshole i didn't like i didn't like security but we were safe everybody was safe and i guess a good security is to be an asshole maybe but mm -hmm. i recommend security y'all should know who you're being assholes assholes too you can't be assholes to everybody but let's just say this jezebel i had a great time i'm glad that you really talked me into going i'm really glad <laughs> that you did that first let's clap it up for boss biz what happened to my camera? <laughs> it's like, it, it, I'm here. It, I'm here. Yeah. I'm, I mean, everything was great. Um, definitely was a good time. It was a you definitely put on a great performance. I caught the end of it. Yeah. So the part that I posted, I was like, did he really put? I don't know if that's an Elvis or a James Brown with the microphone, but I was like, <laughs> he really did a damn show. No, I'm I not was gonna like, lie. Success was turned. Um. Yeah. Shout out to all the artists, the DJs, um, the hosts, the judges. Um, also, I want to shout out uh, a few people. I want to shout out Mary. And I also want to shout out Eleven Orbits. Now, yeah, Eleven yeah, Orbits attacked me this morning. Um, I must let you guys know. Wait, um, he, no, he attacks. He attacked me through his DMs. Um, oh. Basically... <laughs> Basically expressing that I was advertising the event as if to say I threw it by myself. Now, wow. I'm going to be messy today, and I'm going to share with you guys the DM that I received from him. Wow. So, in the That's... midst of this... Um, okay. Yeah. In the midst of this, I was just really surprised because I had been shouting him out for the past couple of days. And it yeah. just seems like now he's mad about something. So 
on Saturday, I posted Meet the Owner of Orbit Omen Music, 11 Omen, um, Level Up Showcase. Shout out to Orbit Omen Music for providing a platform for the indie artists. Yeah. Shouted them out. This morning... What? At a so this morning he woke up and decided to attack me as if to say I'm going out here broadcasting as, as if I threw the whole showcase to myself. Now, now I don't understand. I don't understand. Now hold on. This was yesterday. This is him on stage. This is me posting. Yeah. yeah. That there it is right there. So I want to know what in his wow. rabbit ass mind woke him up this morning <laughs> to have him jump in my DMs and attack me. Not only to mention you are a whole man. I am a female. There is no reason why you need to be addressing me because of anything. Keep that shit to yourself. You have not talked to me throughout the whole creative process of things. You did not talk to me throughout the whole thing. You never called my phone. You never DM me or anything. You guys did not shout me out not once in any of your posts since the showcase. So do not come at me, period. You would not like if I sent my nigga to DM your bitch to say anything to her. So don't come at me. And yes, I'm putting your ass on blast. And I'm going to cut this and I'm going to post it on YouTube. Because y'all need to know who the fuck I was working with. You a grown ass man. So period. Yes, that's how my day went, success. That's Word. how my day went. Now that's crazy because... I don't know why. I don't know what what he been saying, but you definitely been promoting it as a, a collaborative event. You really? I guess they're mad because I have the footage of all the artists and I've been posting them. We have not talked since the show. Um, we have not talked since the show. You guys have my number. If you guys want the footage, reach the fuck out. Do not attack me through DM stating that I'm advertising the show as if I'm doing everything by myself because that's not the fucking case. Well, like, I mean, that's, that's why you don't go out here and you help people. Like, they what? reached out to yeah. me to for us to be a whole team, and now it's like, who's getting the credit for what? I posted all 29 of the artists, their performances. I did not say, oh, I put them on this platform or nothing. I just po simply posted their name, shouted them out, and their performances. You guys have done the same. You guys did not tag me. I am not attacking you guys for that. So, like, cut that shit out. Man, Real look. That, listen, I'm not going to hold you. After my first margarita, I could tell it was a little spicy. Right? In, in there. By the time Fred had got me the third Jameson and the fourth pinnacle by the time i was on my seventh shot i really didn't know what was going on but it was they were coming to me and asked me what was going on and i really didn't know what was going on but it's still well i'll tell you what what was going on basically uh mary uh uh the other part of orbit omen music she had gave the host a shout out list right and we were not on the shout out list so the the host started shouting out people and the host made it her business to specifically say that mary put together this whole event by herself and that's what rubbed me the wrong way because in my mind this host don't even know you so what makes her think that you did everything by yourself outside of you going over there and whatever the shit you was talking about me to her that's just my assumption but why right. would she specifically say that so the host continued to shout people out. And I was like, okay, make sure that we're on that list. She said her lying ass, okay, lying ass hoe, her lying ass said that we were on the list. 
then ran over there to the stage to tell Candy to shout us out. We were not on the list. And I don't understand what the shade, where the shade is coming in from, because I thought this was a whole team collaborative uh, experience. Like, I thought we was all doing this together. Yeah. Like, don't don't shade me like that. So at that moment, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, they on some different shit. Now, mind you, I'm not even going to speak on the other shit because I'm going to let that little shit go. But that's what rubbed me the wrong way because I'm like, hold on, the host don't even know, know us like that. Or do she know you? Y'all having some type of side conversations that I don't know about? Are you feeling some type of way that you're not expressing to me? But don't yeah, do me uh, like that. And don't send your man to address me about shit. Well, shoot, like, it's crazy because I'm, <laughs> damn, man. It's wild because, like, I feel so fucking bad right now. Because No, like, it was a great show. It was a Shout great out show. to all the artists that perform. Um, Definitely was an awesome show. Like I'm glad that everything went the way that it went. Now Man, imagine it's crazy if because you would not know that that stuff went on behind the scenes. If everything went sour, I'm not sure they'll be fighting over who should take credit for the whole event. You know what I'm saying? Like just humble yourselves. Humble yourselves. I know this is your first first event. Y'all excited? Whatever the case may be, but just humble yourself a little bit. It's not even that serious. It's about the artist. It's not about me. It's not about you, and it's not about Murray. It's about the artist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's definitely about the artist. And I mean, speaking, like, speaking our, on that, our job as media. Now, nah, let me let me say this real quick though, because I need people to understand one thing or one thing for certain. Like, we are in media. Like, this is something that we do. We talk about stuff. We promote stuff. We share things. Like, if we pop out at events, it's our job to post it. Um. Whether it be our event or not, it's our job as Balls Biz Radio, as the media that say we support artists to shine the light on their platform. Any event is, I mean, credit is not something that we have to be sitting up here like really tooting horns about. People, we got to understand something. Y'all had a great show. No matter who what? name That's was on point. the top of it, everyone's going to remember the Level Up show was lit, was amazing, and they're going to want to do another one because of the name alone. It's a brand. So y'all have to just continue to do The same thing is when, 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 people, when we have success and things like that, we have to acknowledge the success that we have and run with it. Keep doing our thing. Yeah. Rock the boat. And, and work the middle and, and mm -hmm. try to change positions. I just quoted a Leo on that. But you can't <laughs> do all that. You know what I'm saying? When it comes time. See, like, I now remind mind you, Jezebel, before, I, I started on this show saying I'm glad that you invited me to come. Because remind you, when you first told me about it, I didn't know it was Orbitz, who is like a brother to me. You know, mm -hmm. he's a good friend of mine. I met him like a lot of times. We've hung. Mm -hmm. we've, we've, I've been, uh, he's been to my crib. We've been in the studio together. So like, this is very much so weird to me to, to hear this. But like, you touched on it. This is a first. This was their first time doing this. The excitement levels are a little high. I guess, you know, like... The egos we, are way yeah, out the roof now. Egos get, like, big with, egos get big with when builders get wall to wall. But I do... I just want to address one thing. You do remember I told you before I knew who it was and what it was about. Just remember that show and uh, one day we'll have the ability to roll back clips. But... <laughs> But it's all the same. 
It's yeah. all the same, you know? And, like, the thing about it is, when we lose sight of what we do this for, the artists, yeah. then we really start have to ask ourselves what's happening. Like, I mean, honestly, I, I, I'm just tired of people reaching out to people that's, like, ultimately genuine. And there's always ulterior motives. Like, I started feeling ulterior motives before this shit blew up. And I don't even want to dwell too much on that situation because I'm going to um, do a live on this whole situation. You know what I'm saying? Because I need to get it off my chest. And I'm yeah. going to do a live and I'm going to do a breakdown of everything that happened. But in the meantime, I want to shout out the four winners. I want to shout out, uh, I see Spoonie is in the house. So his now, performance was I, great, I, I, awesome. I, I, I heard, now, yeah, I need to know who, who were, Matt, listen. Spoonie was my favorite of the night. <laughs> I told you that, though. Yeah, you did. When, you said it. You said like, it that night. You was like, like yeah, that one, yeah. At that point, when Spoonie performed, I was on maybe my second shot. And at that <laughs> point, like, I was, like, in full-blown, all right, who's that, who's that, who's that mode, you mm -hmm. know? And he put me in a full-blown party mode. Like, him, yeah. Nerd Boy was lit. Nerd Boy mm -hmm. was lit, too. Um, was old girl that was singing Glasses, that had the Glasses Can They See Me song. She was really lit. When she she just went off, she she went off key. She went into her own world for a second. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, big girl. I don't know her name. You know, Big dog four? Yeah, yeah. That might be her name, but she was lit, too. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Now, who were the four? I know I'm on it one, but who were the four people that, that um the forerunners? Why do they call it forerunners? I don't know. I don't do too many contests, so I don't know. I guess but, it was like um, an Olympic thing. Um, so I'm on a grand prize winner was I'm on it. Uh second prize second prize winner was Far Familiar. Um, yeah, I'm mad because I missed like I missed a lot of you guys' performances. Like I did, but I'm glad that I was able to catch it with my phone. Shout Listen, out to you, Israel. You had the worst place in the building you had the worst spot in the building that that that's ultimately fine um but shout out to israel because he was able to capture each of you guys's performance either no matter how he did it he made sure he got hey, each and hey, every we got one of you guys um i know we got i know we right now on a campaign to send jezebel back to africa and back because we don't want <laughs> to send her to africa and not get her back but we also got to do a campaign of Team iPhone for for Iz. He can't keep walking out there with, with our Android. No, Iz, no, no. I, Androids are cool as long as no, you have a Samsung. No, they're not. Iz, I love you. I love you. But I'm I'm getting you an <laughs> iPhone. I'm getting you an iPhone, Iz. We have to do that. Like, here at Balls Biz, we can't have you as the only one walking out with an Android. So, go ahead. That, that is, that's, that's why we got some grainy footage on some of you guys. But but, but don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. yeah, don't worry. Next time, it won't be like that. Uh, So, Far Familiar was second prize winner. Um, Third prize winner was... I don't want to mix them up. But I think it was J-Rail, if I'm not mistaken. Let me just double check. J-Rail. Yeah, hold on. Let me check my messages because I want to say, yeah. So third prize winner was J-Rail. Um, he's the one that did, you pussy niggas, uh, you pussy niggas. Uh. He was all right. <laughs> <The> niggas, uh. <laughs> I hope if he's watching, good show. Congratulations, but yes. you know, like I, I tell, you, listen, I don't, I don't, I don't knock any artists in competitions because I understand how these things go, right? They yeah. are very much so 
who got the most memorable song and not who got the best song. So y'all need to understand that. That I'm on the song was very memorable. Like I was, I was, everybody in the back yeah. of the club at the bar was, was singing. It was like, it was singing a along like we heard. We all like, just yeah. like everybody heard yeah, like, it before. Like we it was, was drunk as shit. We were drunk as shit, but we was just like, who that? Who that? Everybody was in the back. So we knew he was going to win. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. However, I don't remember. I, I say artist. Look, he he was he he just performed his record. You know, he didn't really perform his record, Jezebel. We was talking about that in the back. And yeah, like, like it was crazy because like um you had the artist. What was her name? Bree or something like that. The, the she one. was the fourth uh fourth prize winner, Lady Bree. Okay, yeah. Now I figured she would. I figured she would either be. I thought she was gonna win. Mm -hmm. You know, because like she was just full of energy all over the stage, didn't stumble over her words, had her mm -hmm. nice ad libs put in the right place, you know. But then after Spoonie went, I was like, oh, this 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 dude nice. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So congratulations to everybody that did that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Congratulations to all the artists. Because regardless, you show. guys are all when like you guys all want something. You might not be aware of what you won yet, but you all want something. Okay? And let's let's here at Boss Biz, we want to let the record be known that it was a omen show. A omen music. It was show. a collaborative <laughs> Orbit Omen music and Balls Biz Entertainment show because we cannot let the legwork and the creative process both equally is in the same amount of work. Look, man, listen, like everybody puts in a big effort to make a show happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, congratulations to all y'all for doing y'all thing. Congratulations to Fred for having No, congratulate. I, and I definitely want to congratulate them as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, because they, they definitely did come to me with this idea that they wanted to do a show, you know? So, in all respects, like, yeah, shout them out for their work. But uh, 11 Orbits, you need not to be addressing women like that. Don't be attacking me. Like, let's just keep that clear. Like, if your female has something to say, let her handle it. I yeah. am not a man. You should not be going toe-to-toe -to -toe with me. For what? Especially when I clearly shouted you out. And I'm going to repost that stuff so that people can see. Like, right. don't do me like that. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Like, I don't know. I don't know. And Orbis, you know, like, that's, we'll talk about it on another day, another time. Yeah, so any men out there, really... any brothers out there that got some words of advice for him, go ahead and hit him up and let him know to stay in a man's place, please. No, 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 we're not. We, that's, let's not do that. See, that's the Taurus bull. So now what we're seeing is the bull, the horns come out. <laughs> what? And that's what makes me feel such a Because if I team. get my dude to do it, it's just going to be a whole fiasco. Like, I... I really left them alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't post anything negative about them after the event. I really was ultimately, you know, and you know how I felt, Six. You know what I'm saying? So it's like for me to take the high road and just to be minding my business and have to get attacked, like, I don't appreciate that at all. Yeah, nah, like, listen, I, I, don't, I don't think that nobody wants to be attacked, especially when you go out of your way, work at the event that don't you really yeah, I mean, we really don't. People don't understand a lot of things that go in behind putting together a show, and it's crazy. But like, we've talked that we've did enough talking about that situation. Yeah. 
Um, did you get into the uh cat was it Cassidy Distort? Who was it? The who did Oh my god, Cassidy Distortory Lays record. OMG, did you hear it? I heard it. I had to okay. hear it. I had to hear it out of all fairness. And you know what I thought when I heard it? I was like, Cassidy is so nice uh -huh. to give these lyrics to mm -hmm. Toy Lanes to use in another freestyle. I mean, mm -hmm. because ain't that what he's ain't that what Toy Lane seems to be doing? Just using his lyrics in freestyles. Yeah. So yeah. now what I thought hilarious was this, right? What was it called? Perjury? Yes, <laughs> perjury. What was perjury. what was a hilarious title? Seeing as how, you know, perjury is when you lie in court to get out of doing time or someone else doing time, you know? It's, so it's was a little, that a shot? Well, I don't know because Toy Lanez didn't say they was his lines. He said that they were Cassidy's lines and he was just giving them shouts out, uh, paying homage. And that's what we talked about, the difference between paying homage and showing respect and taking somebody's lines, right? But right. my thing is, Cassidy, instead of becoming relevant again, he mm -hmm. made a diss song about Toy Lanez. And mm -hmm. it was a bad diss song. Did you hear it? Did you actually hear it? No, I didn't hear it. Yeah, it was it was a couple of lines that was really aimed really good at hitting um, Tory Lanez below the belt. He had mm -hmm. one funny line that I really liked. He referenced Harlem Nights, which I've been saying that since Tory Lanez shot Megan Thee Stallion in the foot. That that he did not shoot Harlem her Nights. in the foot. Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, well, well. Megan <laughs> said he did it. If Megan said he did it, no, then I would say he that's did not it. what we're going by. We're not just taking people's word I'm for taking it. Megan's we, need side. See, we need to see receipts. You saw how not, I showed y'all some receipts? No. We I'm, need receipts. I'm taking Megan's side. I'm taking Megan's side. I ain't and, just siding with females no more. You saw what that got me. Well, <laughs> well, listen, all I know is apparently. Cassidy knows that he did it because he made mention to him shooting her in the <laughs> foot. And I tell you what, that was the best part of the song, but it was only one bar. It was only one bar. So mm. then it was like the song just started going downhill, downhill, downhill from there. And then I cut it off at about the 60 second mark. I think I made it to almost a minute and I couldn't hear anymore because it was the same old Cassidy. I'm sorry, people. I don't like those punchy bars and all those hard lyrics and all that. Like, you know, I don't like that stuff. I'm a more like real music, pop music, like real music, vibe music, real music type of person. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. But I feel like a lot of you people, if you really did have the things that you was talking about in your music, then we would not hear your music. I mean, I don't. Hold on, you said if you did half the things you said you did in your music, then we would not hear your music. Is that what you just said? That's what I just said. Could you imagine <laughs> if there was a guy that was really walking around, click, cloud, bang, gun in your face. I put the gun in your mouth and run in your house. I put the girl in your blouse and do with a mouse. Like, what you mean? If it was really a person going out that ham, there's places for people like that. And they don't make records. <laughs> they don't I make mean, records. Yeah, yeah. That's that movie stuff. That's that movie yeah. stuff. Like, it's true. I really like music where you tell me about the struggle. I mm. like music where you tell me about the come up. I mm. like music where you tell me about the party. I don't mm. want to hear music where you tell me about robbing people, killing people, 
running up and raping, raping women and doing all that stuff. I mean, no disrespect. Just I know that everyone that does those things don't have good shelf lives. So yeah. why would I, you know, be happy about hearing it? It's scary. It's scary, actually. I get scared when I think that a rapper may run in my house, try to put the gun in my mouth. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> I, like I don't know. I don't, my tents aren't dark, and I didn't know what fish bowling was. Uh, um, so now, when I like some the other day, I was just sitting somewhere, and I was like, "Oh my god, somebody could just like shoot me through my car!" <laughs> like, like, not, I, like listen, I don't know. It's just the condition of just I don't know. It's just weird. Listen, look. I don't drive no car fishbowl, first of all. That's weird. Like, <laughs> Well, I wasn't aware until I was hanging with somebody that was like, oh, no, we fishing, beefing this shit. And I was like, hold on, no, not me. <laughs> see, see, like, and, like, that's hilarious. Like, when you really beefing, you ain't going outside to sit in no car. I don't give a damn what you talking about. <laughs> like, what? A car? Yeah. No. I need to be behind some doors. Or, or, or ready for war all the time. Everybody want to be gangster these days. I'm so listen, like I'm so I'm so mad that everybody wants to be a gangster these days. It's like they want to be the hardest person. Well, that's how you get signed. No, it's not. Listen, I did you see my post when I said Gucci may be the feds? No, I you know that, I didn't see it because I would have addressed it. I, now I, go ahead I, and what I you said, say about Gucci. I said that on Facebook. I said he may be the feds. He's the hottest. He's the hottest exec right now in the game. So why he gotta be the feds? I'm gonna tell you. His last few artists all going that going down. His last few artists are all going down. And who exposing them for what they're doing? <laughs> and then I seen a I seen a I seen a, I seen a um, video of him posting this newest artist that he signed. 18-year-old boy out of Louisiana, high school quarterback, good student, and he just ruined that kid's career. And, How he ruined that kid's career? Because you know what Gucci want to post him online doing? He want to post the kid online hitting the blunt in the studio while receiving his chain. So come on, oh, Gucci. Oh, I saw that. Come I, on, Gucci. I saw that. Um, but uh, that's not Gucci recording that. That's the dude recording himself doing it. Nah, but guess let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. It's called protecting the investment, right? And teaching them how to protect their sales. Uh -huh. Because guess what we never see in these videos when these new artists that he signed bragging about the bodies, the guns that they're carrying, bragging about the weed that they're smoking when they're still in high school could be trying to go to college and now he just pretty much said fuck college because I'm signed to Gucci so we know he ain't gonna take it serious no more right okay. so let's just take it like that like we aren't seeing Gucci would he rather the chance of C what is it CTE versus just being a rapper look Gucci ain't right there beside him with the guns in his hand like yeah we strapped down look at what we riding with yeah pass me that blunt because <laughs> he can't because he knows better but yeah, he, he does he know never, better. You're he right. never says to these artists that he just put a bag in because he knows your money doesn't. All I need is a single from you. Get you a couple of shows. If you go to jail, that's good for me because I can just push your single and, and, mm -hmm. and recoup my money back. I'm good anyway. Right? Because he knows yeah. that too. So he yeah. doesn't tell them, hey, hey, hold up. Don't wait. Let's let's. What makes that. you think he doesn't tell them that? I, maybe he does and they just be like, well, you did it. Nah, nah. Because guess what? 
if because even though he did it to get where he got, anyone that he puts underneath of him will only do what he says because of where he's at. Mm. You know, so their mental is their mental is like, yeah, he did it. So now he made it. So once he signs me, your mental should be to to the point where, okay, now I gotta move how he moves now because yeah. that's the Gucci that everybody loves. That's the one that's on. Yeah, he did it, so we don't have to do it no more. It's like your parents mm-hmm. tell you, I did this, so you don't have to do it no more. That's and, true. and at the end of the day, you're the man of power in that joint. You can say, hold up. Mm-hmm. Let's stage this real quick because we're doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. Put the blunt down. Put the blunt in the ashtray real quick. Mm-hmm. You know? And now let's do the joint. Now let's do the video. He made sure that blunt ain't in his hand. And if we think that that, that fool ain't hitting the blunt, <laughs> then we trip. He not hitting the blunt, six. All right, look. I'm going to say allegedly there because I know that's. The allegedly. Case. But if I, th- if, if I want to, if I, if, if Gucci going to have to come in here. And, and, and take an old fashioned, old fashioned uh, probationary cup urine with the PO in front for me to uh-huh. believe it. But then again, he got all that damn money, even if his piss is dirty. You know what they're going to do? They're going to be like this Gucci, right? Roger? You're good. They're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. No, they're not. They're like, You're good. Make sure you pay the sheriffs on your way out. You think it's that sweet? I know. Listen, why do you think do, is TV just made up? Is TV just made up? <laughs> like, we really we're gonna start believing that now people in TV are just such geniuses and creative minds that these 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 few select people just create things that we eventually are gonna see. That that eventually I happen. mean no 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 no. No, we can't give them that much credit. Yeah. They're, they're called privy, mm. privy to information. And mm-hmm. they say, whoa, no one's going to believe this. Yeah. I mean, that's what makes an artist a great artist. The mm-hmm. ability to write music that he's privy to knowing that mm-hmm. other people can't. That's how artists that are gangsters on a record get away. Mm-hmm. He, can, he can run around and say, shot your man in the face. Run down in the house, catch a case. Don't give a damn. You know what I'm saying? Why? Because that's what his man did. He's privy to that information that his man did. So if he write about it, he's good. He's covered because it ain't his life. But he's privy to that information. So what do the public want? We are always and have always been informational people. So that's why the the best artists, the biggest artists in the world are the artists who make informational songs. Why was Billie Jean so good? was because, wait a minute, someone said Michael Jackson had a kid? We need to know about this. <laughs> He's saying it's not his? <laughs> That's good tea right there. I mean, look, I'm going to tell all you artists out there a lot of stuff. The information that, the things that you do, that you're writing about, that's getting a lot of these new artists bags, is because they're taking the moniker of keeping it real to a whole nother level. The thing about it is artists uh, have always been beacons. Like, we've always been the source of information on another level. I mean, let's take it all the way back to slavery. When you wanted to know when it was time to go, you had to wait for the person that knew how to whistle real well to start whistling that tune for you to hear. You had to wait for that right song to know when Massa wasn't looking so y'all could sneak a little bit of bread or something. 
everything was about sharing a message through your music. Mm-hmm. You know, so somewhere, somewhere along the line, I mean, we just got like everybody just got to the point where hold up, keeping it real is me. I have mm-hmm. to do it. I have to do it now. If I don't catch this body, it's not real. So it's like when I look at artists like um, when I look at artists like 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 Cassidy, and I look at artists like Tory Lanez. You know what I'm saying? I find both of those artists artists that feed the narrative. That mm-hmm. that play that play the game. I mean, Tory Lanez is a singer, but he's able to infiltrate the hip hop industry and move around in it and make demands and make claims as if, you know, he's a rapper. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, shit, okay. The rap game is one one big one big party. One big party. Did you now, now like, what's crazy is I want I, I had this list that I uh-huh. wanted to that I wanted to share with people, right? Because I don't think a lot of people really understand the state that the music industry is in right now. And the real opportunities that everyone has. Everyone has. We're all on a fair level playing field. Do you know who the top two artists that make the top two artists annually are right now? Well, let's just the say top, the top three. Let's say the top three. The top three artists yes. what now? The top three artists right now that have the most money annually. What happened to your camera? I just turned it off one second. Oh. I'm like, did I do that? You see I'm moving around. I got scared. Yeah, I'm moving um, my computer. Top one last time, the top two artists that did what now? The top three artists mm-hmm. right now, the top three earning artists annually. Uh, and what genre? All genres. Music music as a genre is only on preference. Uh, would that be... Um... Would that be? And I'll give you a hit. I'll Drake? give you a clue. I'll give you a. Cl- I'll give you a clue. One is a rapper, one is a pop star, and the other one I don't know is an old singer. Those are the uh, top three. So a rapper would be Drake. No, he's like number fourteen or something like that. In this pop game, star, Taylor, this, pop Taylor star, Swift is Bill- number one. Taylor Swift okay. is number one. Billie Eilish is number five. I was about to say Billie after that. Yes, Drake is number six. Hold on. So Taylor Swift is one of them? Taylor Swift is number one. Okay. So now I'm looking at two and three? Yes. Kanye? No, ma'am. Now, mind you, these people made billions, became billionaires. Kanye became a billionaire last year, but he is not one of the top selling artists in the music. Top three, top three. Who's been selling a hell of a lot of music? Um, a, he has, a, he has a, he has a song, Rockstar. Uh, his new single, Motley Crue, is going crazy right now and number one in the world. Right. I now. have no clue who that is. That is one Post Malone. He's number two. Yes. Post what Malone. he? Hold on, wait. Post yeah. Malone is a second high paid musician. Well, yeah, and only by a couple of thousands of dollars. Him and Taylor Swift made $23 million a year right now. Um, and third, you'll never guess, and we'll be here all day, but that is Celine Dion. She Woo! is third. Now, 
What I want she still the- gets paid though. I would love to go see her. I would pay Listen, to go see her. Let me tell y'all, let me give y'all something here because I wanted to break this down to you artists so that you can understand how this game and how far along you're way off. And that looks great. But Taylor Swift <laughs> made $10 million off streaming. She made $10 million off music sales and $3 million off of her publishing. Okay. Mm. Post Malone made eight million dollars off streams. He made seven hundred million, seven hundred thousand dollars on sales, two million dollars on publishing, but he made twelve million dollars on touring. Okay. But then you got Celine Dion who made two hundred and ninety dollars off streams. Two hundred and what? $290 off streams. That's it? That is it. She made $215,000 off sales. $215,000 off sales. She made $2,000, $2.5,000 off of her publishing, but she made $17 million off of touring. Which makes her the third highest selling artist last year so 17 million off of touring and 290 dollars <laughs> off of streams so this i say that because a lot of artists are like my streams my streams my streams i gotta get my streams right well streams is just a little percentage the big dogs, you can stream. You can stream as small as the little people. I mean, listen, guys, I don't want to brag about how much money we made on streams, but I've made more than $290 off of streams last year. I made a lot more than that off of streams last year. Cup, couple of thousand, but not really nothing to brag about. But here what I'm trying to explain to y'all is streams can be very small and you can still work your ass off to make money like the big dogs. Because let me take y'all to the number five artist, Billie Eilish, who made five million dollars, but then made five million dollars off of her publisher, which entitled her to make ten million dollars and be fifth on the list. So it's like, hmm, what does she know that everybody else don't know? Hold on, so she must write a lot of music, huh? Well, she must own all of her music, one hundred percent. Oh, okay. See, that's the thing. If she made $5 million off streams and $5 million off her publishing, that means that all of her publishing is going straight to her. Oh, shit. Okay. That makes sense now. Okay. Uh, 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 well, he wasn't even an artist. And I don't like when, I don't like when former artists, I don't like when retirees um, get on my Facebook and drop <laughs> bombs of knowledge or what they think is knowledge, right? So he made reference to these artists don't know anything about publishing or signing badass publishing deals. And I asked him, what do you know about publishing? And he made this comment. I've been studying music for, for years. Like he said, he's been studying music for 20 years and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And then I said, well, do you, you do music? You have your publishing company? You, you, are you working in it? No, I'm just, you know, I'm just writing some songs and blah, blah, blah. Well, if 
the stat came out today that seventeen billion dollars, seventeen billion dollars was made in the industry last year. Out of that seventeen billion dollars, twelve percent was given to the artists. What percent? Twelve. You're lying. No, no, no. Twelve percent. And one of my friends, good. Thank you, you Tress. Thank you, my man Tress, who chose to do the math for me because I refused to. That averaged out to be two billion dollars that went to artists last year. Now, where did the I, rest of the money go? Well, let's just be real. We let's just be real. That's called recouping. Because someone said to me, that's ridiculous. Jezebel, you think that's ridiculous? And, and why you think that's ridiculous? Um, Because I would think they would get more than just 12%. Like, at least in my mind, I'm like, okay, maybe 60, 40, like maybe 40% at the least. Uh, but All right, let me ask you a question. And this is, this is a civil question, right? Mm-hmm. And this could just be an estimation, but how much of the percentage of the revenue do you think Amazon gave its employees last year? <laughs> um, at least six percent. Nine. Oh. Now, so now what's crazy is I don't see the pitchforks out calling Amazon the devil. I don't see the pitchforks <laughs> calling <laughs> McDonald's and Walmart and Target and any other government job. How much money do you think the government made last year? How much money do you think the government gave its? How much of that percentage do you think the government gave its employees? Mm. I mean, it's just let's just be real. We all know the number that the president makes. It's like four hundred thousand dollars a year that they're in office. They get four hundred thousand dollars a year. You know what I'm saying? So, if the president is making $400,000 a year, and we were seeing trillion-dollar checks being signed and pushed around <laughs> in the government, what's the percentage that the president gets of this world? Basically, almost to nothing. So, like, it's amazing because 12% of that is now. In the back of the day, it used to be 5%, 1%, 2% that went to the artists. And would you believe that at one point it was 0% went to the artists? They yeah, just, they just got to live off gifts. <laughs> that I was, mean, because that was in the labels' names. Well, once the artist started realizing you get more when you put in something, or when you come with some type of, Baggage. you know, or knowledge. No knowledge. No, no I'm saying when, if you come to the table with some type of knowledge, then they have to give you more you know yeah. but if you just come in and you really looking for just a quick come up and you don't understand the ramifications of what comes with that then you're you Let you me, may find yourself to zero percent and i want to tell all y'all something young because y'all don't understand y'all y'all say well how do they know if i know how do they know if i don't know the label doesn't know if you smart or if you dumb it is not about how you come in the label if you walk in the label and take a hundred thousand they're not going to say you dumb or you smart. If you're going to take 10 million, they're not going to say you dumb or you smart. It's mm-hmm. about what you're already doing. They're going to see it. If they see you an artist ain't doing no numbers, no streams, don't know what your ass cap of BMI is, don't have you a part of no publishing company, then guess what, people? At the end of the day, red alert, uh, alarm is going to go off in their head. 
this artist leads us. Ding, 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 ding. Mm -hmm. So when they sign you, you have to prove yourself now. No yeah. matter how long that takes. But, I mean, do you want to walk around this industry nine years trying to make it? <laughs> or do you want to just be under a wing for nine years and then your time finally come? At least you're already in the door. Yeah. It, ain't, it ain't like nine years and trying to get in. <laughs> but yeah, but, no. but but a lot of y'all, a lot of y'all get sidetracked by this by this literature, and I'm gonna tell y'all why your percentage that 12 percent makes a lot of sense, and why it's really very good in a way, because we're talking about an industry of people who knowledge is power, knowledge is key, paperwork mm -hmm. is everything. So that means that everyone that did their paperwork and did their thing in a bad time got a chance to split two billion dollars between mm -hmm. all the artists that did their thing so that means that some people still be made some people obviously were still millionaires were still able to eat now when you look at this and you look at this entity and you're like damn you shouldn't be saying the industry is ripping us off you should be saying wait why is only 12 percent of the artists receiving their money mm. why isn't it a hundred percent of the artists receiving their money because a hundred because I don't know what the difference between 112 is. I don't know if I take that away. Maybe it's like 98 or 7, 88 or something like that. But when you take that 88%, they're saying 88% of y'all don't know what y'all doing. 88% mm. of y'all are not taking care of your business right. Are not getting your shit together. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that really meant. Mm -hmm. it's, like, it's like, wait a minute. So what do y'all want them to do with the money? Y'all want them to say, hey, they didn't claim it. Just take it back, guys. Nah, they're going to put it away and save it for the next person that's ready and that they're going to give money to and that they got to put um, a budget behind for when that new record is about to drop and they got to give them an advance and they got to do this and they got to put them on the road for tours and they got to do all that. Because once you sign, do y'all still think y'all still walking out pulling out money? Only the ones that are are the execs. None of you artists that are signed are walking around. I challenge anyone of y'all to talk that's watching the show. None of you artists that sign walking around pulling out a check. You walk in the studio, you record the record, you walk out. You walk in the studio, you record the record, you walk out. You hit the show, you get your check, you walk out. The logistics you don't care about anymore because you understand there's people being paid to do that. Once you understand there's people being paid to do that, you don't even watch it. As long as you get it paid, you give a damn. Yep. I need to make it in the star can until her touring money ran out because that's how she was living off tours. And once tours ran out, and she realized, damn, I'm only making two hundred dollars off. Uh, <laughs> if Celine Dion stopped touring today, she would have to move in an apartment. Actually, she wouldn't even be able to afford an apartment because she made two hundred and ninety dollars a year off her streams. Well, let's talk about how Celine Dion is still making that type of money off of tours. Well, like her fans are hella loyal. Well, and residencies. She got them residencies like crazy. Mm -hmm. You know? And listen, it, do you understand how big that Titanic record is? I was and, just thinking it in my head. And most of most of the catalog she got back when Whitney Houston died. She got most of her records back. Oh. So it's like when you go a ham like that, you think mm -hmm. about it like this. These records are torn themselves. I mean, they, they just do their own work. These I wonder if Cher is still making a lot of money off of tours. Well, probably so. 
you know what I'm saying, enough to stay alive, enough to stay afloat. Because at the yeah. end of the day, if you're doing enough tours, even if you make uh, uh, 100K, 10K a, a show, you're still mm-hmm. doing good, 20K a show. If you if you do if you do four shows, then you got a hundred k, you know. So shoot, you do that four shows a month. That's that's a hundred k a month for twelve months. So you can still be living good. But a lot of the artists don't even think like that. A lot of the artists don't understand this is a numbers game, and I'm here to tell y'all like this is a numbers game. Because imagine if she performs this thing if if Celine Dion's credits on that Titanic song are are worth a thousand dollars is played or let's say it's worth five thousand ten thousand dollars every time it's played fifty thousand dollars every time it's played she hold on be- wait slow down how can a record be worth it, it the worth of a record increases the amount yes the more usage mm-hmm. the more usage of a record increases the credits of a record which increases how much it makes per time is used i mean some records some records may take cost a million dollars just to clean to to use it you know because it may make that it may make twice as much just if you use it you know so it's all a numbers game did you hear did you hear about your boy t pizzle no about this track he made about somebody jay-z Mm-hmm. Speaking of diss tracks, we are still on the diss tracks, but he chose to make a diss track about Jay Z. He says it has never been released and he's not going to put it out, which I find very interesting, also very smart. I find it interesting <laughs> that he even said he mentioned that he even has it. Do you believe that there is a diss track with T Pain? I'm trying to figure out why he would diss Jay Z when they're in two different classes of because of the death music. of Auto Tune record, and he said that he only wrote it because he was feeling suicidal. He wanted to kill. You himself. said the the death of of Auto Tune. Yes, that record that Jay Z wrote, Death of Auto Tune. But he did oh. say T Pain said he was feeling suicidal and ready to end it all, and that was the record that he did while he was ready to kill himself. Now I'm not familiar with that record. Um. What what was it basically like? What was the well? First of all, Death of Auto Tune was a trash record. Um, I don't care what Jay Z fans want to say to me. It was a trash record. It was just trying to be disrespectful to people because Jay Z wasn't making any money off of Auto Tune uh-huh. records. So he wanted to diss it when all okay. his friends was using it. I mean, Lil Wayne, Kanye, and T Pain were the top dogs. But okay. really, really, what a lot of people don't understand is. Jay Z is the worst per is the best person you can be dissed by. You said Jay- is the worst or the best. Jay Z is the best person that you can be dissed by. It's a it's a it's a counter effect because Jay Z has no respect, guys. Jay Z not this big rap dog OG that everybody claimed about to be. He's a business OG. That's why he hang with all the white guys. That's why he hang with all the Jews and all the, all the rich motherfuckers because he's not in our community. We don't give a damn with if Jay if Jay Z says don't listen to this guy, I I would pay Jay Z to tell everybody don't listen to success, because I know Monday morning after he says Sunday night I know Monday morning billions of people are gonna listen to me because they're gonna wonder why why this corny camel why camel said don't listen to me, you know what I'm saying? And don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong, y'all. I'm I'm on record telling everybody how I feel about Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? Like Jay-Z is a is a businessman, one of the best businessmen ever. You know what I'm saying? But as far as rap goes, he's probably he's in the top ten. 
you know, not not in the top five, top ten. You know, his 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 thing is linked to as great as Kanye is. If Kanye's greatness wasn't that great, then it, then Jay Z's greatness would have never been um, even an issue. His business moves made him what he was. But we gotta learn, like in this game, it's always how you want how you want to get in the joint. A lot of y'all just want to be rappers. Now, but, did you did you uh, see the verses? Man, I saw that crap. I, I, I didn't me, get to watch me, it, but I so heard I it was a lot recap. of controversy. I had to watch on. the recap. I had to watch the recap because obviously I was with you guys when the verses yeah. were going on. We were all partying and having a great time at the show. Mm-hmm. And I also missed Dallas, the, the preseason game. I don't like Dallas, but I love football. I want to see that game, but. I missed the verses, but I watched the recap and Young, hilarious. Now, I, I didn't realized get... something. Uh huh. I realized something. Our people don't like a good show. Yeah. Our people don't like a good show. Listen, they dogged Gucci because he was up there clowning Jeezy. Mm-hmm. They dogged Soldier. Because he was up there clowning Bow Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, at some point, we got to ask ourselves, really, this is about, this was supposed to be about catalogs, right? I mean, this started off two people doing what, we, what we're doing right now, Jezebel, in front of the camera, playing, pressing play. Yeah. So it was always about whose music was better. Who did you bump? Who did you listen to? Now, I'm not going to lie. The Locks had some records that I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that record. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, of course, everybody seen my post when I said, listen, if you are a group and y'all are playing records that y'all collab with other people, wrote for other people, solo records that y'all did, then mm-hmm. this 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 battle is doesn't matter, verse for verse. I mean, because at the end of the day, y'all are a group, and y'all don't have enough songs as a group to play group records, 20 group records. Well, we know y'all don't. We know half, you know, and I don't really, I've never been a big New York fan of rap. It's only been the New York rap that has been able to make it to the DMV. Yeah. You know, so when I think of that, I have to say, all right, Dipset made it to the DMV. The Locks never did. The locks, the locks had an album that I, I think I remember. The locks having one album, you know. Yeah, I ain't really get too much. I into don't. It. I don't recall a movement being made from the locks. I don't remember people dressing like the locks. I don't remember people calling themselves Dipset, or I don't remember the neighborhoods calling themselves the locks. You know, I don't. I don't remember these things. Like I don't remember hoods doing these things. I don't remember gangs doing these things. But mm-hmm. it was about catalog, and I still like Dipset's music better than I like the Locks' music. Mm-hmm. But the interesting part was when Cameron chose to put his Gucci's on Styles. <laughs> that was the that was the highlight for me. Now I didn't even. What do you mean? That's the part that I wanted to understand. Like, is what do they mean? He put his Gucci's on Styles P. Like, how is that? I don't. Possible? I don't know. I don't. I, I I get hip hop, and I get they were trying to create a battle rap feel. 
right? Mm-hmm. They were trying to create a battle rap atmosphere, something like the underground battle raps of, of hip-hop in New York, which was mm-hmm. understandable. But they were doing a lot of touching. They were doing a lot of grabbing. They were doing a lot of space invasion. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of stuff was going crazy to where it was like, all right, who are they really here to perform their music or just have antics on stage. It seemed like the locks was really there to perform music. It seemed like Dipset was really there to just show, hey, we still here. We still Dipset. We still got money. We still party. We still have fun. Dipset has always been the party type, you know, gang, whatever, mm-hmm. surfing shit. So there was a point in the show when Styles P grabbed my man, bent down and grabbed my man Cameron's legs. When Cameron was sitting in a lawn chair on stage, which was hilarious. So Cameron to be sitting mm-hmm. in the lawn chair. Styles P grabbing at his pants leg. Um and Cameron kicks him. And like a hard kick or just like a play kick? Nah, like was like, this play play? Nah, like he put his foot on his chest and gave him a second kick to let him know back the fuck up that was like real life and then they had this pull styles p away i think his name was chic or chic or whatever the rapper name is he had to pull um styles p away and they had to let you know defuse the situation now styles p and cameron did get on and clear it up you know and they said they were indeed about the fight they were indeed, that was a very serious moment that they had to get professional for and secure the bag. But Cameron cleared it up why he kicked him. Styles P didn't like it, but Cameron cleared it up as to saying that while Styles P was performing and pulling at his pants leg, mm-hmm. Cameron felt his pants coming down and he didn't want to be pantsed on stage. So the first kick, he said, he told him, you're pulling my pants down. And when Styles P kept pulling, he felt as though Styles P was trying to pants him on stage. And for you guys that don't know what pants is, that is when someone pulls your pants down and expose your underwear. Or if you're not wearing underwear, expose your private parts in a, in a public setting. So he didn't want to be pants, so he put his Gucci's on him. So now that is going to be my new saying. He got his Gucci's put on him, and that was a good, <laughs> that was the most epic bat, um, verse that I've seen in a minute, and I wish that I was able to um, really see it live, but it was cool. I don't now, really like those say, verses. They said Jada Kiss's streams went up about, I want to say. Is it that, is it that, is it that hilarious? It's said 200%. Yeah. Isn't that hilarious? Yeah. It's hilarious. Not Why not the locks? I don't know, Jada. Jada's kind of nice with that. I don't know. Now, like, it's crazy because I remember that one song he had with the girl, Melissa Ford. That's the only reason I even watched the video because I was a young teen in my adolescent <laughs> days. And he had Melissa Ford in the video, and I was like, hey, I watched this video. This, the video was better on mute for me. Knock yourself out. Are oh, you shopping tomorrow? Go ahead. Knock yourself out. I was like, all right, cool. But listen, let's just be real. 200% is not a lot. In streaming world, guys, that could mean mm-hmm. that he went from having zero streams to two hundred streams. <laughs> yeah. So we got to stop this. We we put these narratives to make people look like they legendary or like they amazing at something, 
I mean, do okay. you feel? Do you honestly feel like they should switch the verses up to include younger? Yes, I do. And why? Because at the end of the day, I think that they're losing the essence of what it's supposed to be. It's now at the end. Now listen, the thing about it is. I think what they're really doing is verifying what I said when verses first started. Is that a storm? Is that a storm happening? Wow! But what they're really doing is verifying. <laughs> what, <laughs> you see me over here, I'm like. Yeah, that joke sounds like it's coming through. But like, what they're really doing is verifying what everybody argued me down when I said why they started verses. It was a heat check. It was to see how relevant an artist was. And mm -hmm. the reason why it won't work with new artists because the demand and the price, right? Mm -hmm. And the thing about it is, the reality of it is, a lot of these artists do a lot of work together nowadays. A lot of them own all of their um, their percentages. So since how that is, there's no reason to see how hot they are. And if someone wants to see them, they're just still coming out. These people, this versus platform was started to see. If you're still relevant, how can we um, do something for you when you get, you know what I'm saying, popping again? And also, in a way, and I don't want to, I hope people understand this, but in a way, it was a way to try to, like, stop beefing artists to, to, to show and bring unity and show that artists that were once beefing have mm. pretty much squashed it and to show the whole world we can squash our beefs. We should squash our differences and learn to work together and get money together. That was mm. the reason Versus was started. But all y'all want to say, it's about catalog. It's about who's better. It's about... <laughs> no, it's not. Because if it was, it would be open to all artists. You know? All artists. But it's not. You said Koi and Deja Love. No. Listen, somebody said somebody said we should see a little Kim and Nicki Minaj. Shout out. Yeah, Mo. I think so. No. No. Why not? No. Wait. Let me tell you why that's that's let me tell you why that's crazy. And, and, and let me so tell you it why. should be Nicki and Cardi. That's better. And Kim and Foxy. Exactly. And this is this is this is this is an error game. That versus is about error. You know what I'm saying? Half of them, half of them artists be on there. I'm live. Am I, am I live? Yeah. Okay. All right. Everybody out there looking at me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't understand how it works, right? So if you put Little Kim, who don't understand shit about social media, up against Nicki Minaj. Oh my God. Every time Nicki raps, it's gonna be barbs everywhere. Every time Kim raps. It's going to be Bob's controlling the damn comment sections. It's going to be Bob's trolling the songs. And it's not going to be genuine. <laughs> and people are going to, and you know what? Like, people don't like cut-ups. People don't like those narratives. And they're going to be like, oh, can't beat her because she was up there acting a fool. You seen all them Bob's in the comments to be disrespectful. <laughs> they were saying anything. So, nah, can't won because of that. Be like, wait a minute. Kim won because the boss was disrespecting her in the comment section. Yeah. This is this 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 is the, this these are heat checks. You know what I'm saying? And for real, for real, Foxy doesn't need a heat check because no one's asking Foxy to go on tour, right? Mm -hmm. No one's no one's checking to see if Foxy's still relevant or even cares. Look, mm -hmm. Kim doing her thing, but no one else from that era 
Because, listen, they won't put her up against a Missy who was in the 90s and the, the two, early 2000s. I mean, I don't think, I think that's too far. It's too, I mean, it's, it's either her, Charlie Baltimore, That's what I, it got to be, it got to be, it can't be a Charlie Baltimore because Charlie Baltimore never made it to a status. Well, then Charlie Baltimore versus Foxy, and it should have been Kim Charlie versus Bo- Trina. Well, like, the thing about it is, it, that would have been better than having Trina versus um, Eve. I, I don't know what that was about. I would have rather. <laughs> I would have rather. I don't know. Like that should have been something else. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, but again, like we we talking about those are heat checks. People mm-hmm. want people want to know: Can Eve still perform? Should Eve still be getting a check? You know? And then uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever her beef, if there had to be some beef between Eve and Trina. You know, versus that is we about, don't know about. Yeah, versus is about uh, fixing beefs. They it would have should a, be. There would be a Pac and Biggie versus if they were still alive. Well, I didn't know Dipset and the Locks had a beef until. <laughs> listen, I listen, had no clue. I don't care what anybody say. That that like any states, any state artist, there's there's a beef, there's a beef that we don't know about between Shaq Lizzie and Wale. I bet you. Right, in the city, when you have to, when you are battling for relevancy and and errors, at mm-hmm. the end of the day, there ain't no more New York groups. I mean, that's really like really rap groups from New York. Mm-hmm. So those are the last two. So you talking about mm-hmm. almost 15, 20 years since they've been relevant, and it's like that's that that got to be the only thing that people talk about in New York. Shoot, they ain't been a group since the locks. They ain't been a group since Dipset. And they still in these hoods. Like, New York artists don't be, like, getting big and moving. They move upstate in a bigger New York joint. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They, they don't leave New York. They stay there. They, they So they hear the streets talking. They're like, whoa, mm-hmm. wait a minute. He ain't, he ain't, the locks are not better than me. And they all be seeing each other. <laughs> they be all seeing each other. They be like, we had the bigger record. No, we had the better time. We had the better fun. We had the bigger tools. You know, it's all fun to them. But yeah. egos kick in. Egos is egos is amazing. But I don't like I don't like the versus I don't like the versus platform for that simple fact that we can't get nothing current in there. You know, we can't get nothing new. I, I don't want nothing new. I'm waiting for Anita Baker and Sade nope. versus well, no nope. you know or um, Anita Baker not gonna do it until she get her masters back. Who else is? You should do I, like like Anita. Is 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 Sade that old to be with Anita Baker? A Fantasia and a Jennifer Hudson. Oh, I would like to see that a battle of the American Idol girls. Mm-hmm. But like, when, ooh, some, that would be nice. I, I want I want to see some white girls. Then I want to see Curry Curry Underwood versus Taylor Swift. Yeah. I want to see Goth Ber- Goth Brooks versus Tim McGraw. I want to see Marshmallow. Okay, all right, now you trolling. I, no, 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 I want to see trolling my, just like no. that Arkansas drug dealer talking about some get vaccinated because he got to deal with people on a daily basis. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. I let. I agree with him though. Listen, I'm. I'm sorry, y'all. Listen, I want to go on tour, and with these new rules, they kind of making it like I'm. I was talking to my manager. I'm like, look. We may have to just hold hands and go get the vaccine together and, and, and sing mm-hmm. sing whatever happens, happens. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we just got to take the jump because 
if they keep shutting this world down, mm-hmm. <laughs> what we gonna do? I really wanted to go to New York, and when when y'all told me that, oh, I was that's why you thinking about getting there because you when can't go me, there. Or or and Cali talking about doing it too, mm-hmm. and if Florida does it, then where's artists gonna work at? Where we gonna tour? I don't think Florida. I mean, I think Florida, Texas, and Georgia follow their own rules. Listen, I need these. I need. I need to expand because I'm touring down in here in Georgia, and I had this guy Willie Green. Um, and I really, and Willie Green, if you are watching, I really thought you was like one of the smart ones. But for you to ask me how have I been touring for the last 15 months, as if you're not paying a damn attention to everything <laughs> that I post. That was really stupid. I mean, you know, <laughs> wait a minute, like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on. He asked you how you've been touring for the past 13 months. Yes. And I'm like, did you not see that I moved to Atlanta for this reason? Because they were open and I could work. And yeah, everyone like, like what, what the hell do people be paying attention to? Like, like, day. What do y'all be thinking about when y'all just post things on old book? You can't attack a person, ask a person. <laughs> You're supposed to be a record exec. Listen, first of all, I already told y'all about the fake labels. I, I told y'all about these fake labels. No, you didn't tell us about fake labels. Hold on, what did you say about them? Fake labels are popping up like zits. But what would you consider a fake label? Well, because a lot of people are just trying you, to establish themselves. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. You establish yourself with your team. You don't call y'all a label, right? So this, this. So let's let's just put. Let me just let me just be so blunt and direct because we we only got I'm an confused. hour left. We only got an hour left. So let me just be blunt and direct. You can't call yourself a label if you ain't bringing in no revenue. If your artists that are with you ain't making no money and you're not generating revenue for a, a, a network of artists, then you are not a label. But it, it takes time to generate income, so why ta- can't they consider themselves a months, label? It takes six oh. months to a year to generate income, right? And we're talking about residual income. It only takes, it only takes the, the, the shelf life of getting a project out to start generating income in the real world. Now, I'm not going to sit up here and say when you a label, when you a true label, when you the, when you say it takes time, you talk about as an artist who's like trying to get with a team, trying to get with a group of people to like roll with them. You know what I'm saying? Because, you, of course, you're not going to get paid as an artist when you're walking into shows by yourself, no matter how lit you are. No matter how lit you are, you can have a record everywhere in the world. They're not going to pay you to come in the building by yourself. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And if you want to start getting paid, you need a team. We, it's why it's why when you see youngins walk into shows, and then it's like a couple of weeks later, everybody in the club love them. Everybody in the club on their line. All the promoters geeking to get them on the show. And y'all thinking like you like I'm better than them? Well, no, it's five, ten of them motherfuckers, and 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 they, and it's one of you. 
So when y'all thinking that that promoter thinks or that 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 person that's putting together this event is like, oh, their music is so fire. No, that person is fire. That person brings revenue. So mm. if that person brings revenue, that person makes revenue. So now we're talking about an artist that just stays on his ground for six months. Okay. And I'm talking about half a year. A half a year. Half of y'all got that. Half of y'all got that. Y'all spend that time in the studio trying to put together an album. You know what I'm saying? And that time you putting together an album, you got one song. You got one record. One record that you can that you get done. You get on the road with that one record. You start building up your 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 work, your catalog. By the time you've done your album, in those few months, you're mm-hmm. already starting to receive revenue because you've been working. Because see, the thing about it is, when when you go in to get a regular job, there's a such thing called paperwork that you fill out. There's these W four forms. There's these insurance forms. There's this fucking application that you gotta fill out after you already filled out an application. There's people that they want to contact in case of emergency. All mm-hmm. that stuff that y'all sit down and you fill out so that y'all can get paid in two weeks. And if you work a job, if you start a job where it's a job in the hole, it's a month. Mm-hmm. So you wait a month and you sitting there that whole month and you going to work every day. You busting mm-hmm. your chops and you're like, I can't wait till I get paid. When I get paid, I'm gonna beat up my woody, woody, woody. Mm-hmm. Well, what the hell do you think th- this is? This is a job. When you yeah. say I'm a when you say I, me, Johnny Appleseed, wanna be <laughs> an artist, you say, I'm gonna go fill out my paperwork to make sure that I start getting paid when payouts happen. And if I have to do a paycheck in the hole, it's okay because I'm going to go to work every day. I'm ready. I'm ready. SpongeBob pants, Mm -hmm. you know? And then when you get paid, you're going to be like, oh, my God. And now what happens when you get paid? You constantly keep getting paid because you keep going to work. You keep going to work. So when, when, when I see, when I hear labels... When I hear people that's be like, oh, I'm with a label and we trying to, we trying to, we trying to, what? You're not with a label. You with a team. You with a group of people. Well, if they're as, I just don't feel like if shutting them down. No, it's not shutting them down. If they're aspiring to be a label, why nah, can't they see, just call themselves a label? Nah, see, so like, what's not fair is this. You can call yourself whatever you want, right? Mm-hmm. But that don't make you it. I know that we're in a self. I know we're in a self-identified world now, where mm-hmm. we have to respect what people identify as. But at the end of the day, that don't make you it. You feel me? So let me ask you a question: If Joe Blow approached me and was like, "Yo, you know, I got a label, or whatever, and I'm looking to sign artists," like, what should I be looking at? With Joe Blow to qualify him as label, like what? What is Joe Blow? Joe Blow's resume. Joe Blow. If 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 Joe, Joe Blow, Blow has an artist signed to him, and Joe Blow's artist is his resume. At the end of the day, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. so so like, put any anything that Joe Blow does, once he says I'm a label, is his resume. Mm-hmm. If 
if we see Joe Blow, if we see Joe Blow sign his first artist, we see his first artist on tour. We see his first artist now living the dream. We see his first artist now bringing in revenue. We see Joe Blow bringing in revenue. We 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 see this artist now moving to his home and taking care of his family and drop a successful album and drop a successful videos. And 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 we don't see Joe Blow trying to rap and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then now we say, oh, Joe Blow real life putting some shit behind his artist. Okay. All right. But then now we talk oh, about. But wait, wait, wait! You said we don't see Joe Blow rapping this shit. What's wrong with the? Listen, like that's that's a team. If I come to you and if I come to anybody and be like, "Yo, sign with me, sign with me," like yes, I have a label, but I'm an artist, so mm-hmm. they automatically know that. Look, I'm going on tour. You signing with me? Eventually, you will be big enough to be headlining your own tour, and that'd be great. But right mm-hmm. now, you are coming with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm still an artist. Now, when I'm ready to sit aside and put aside me being an artist and use my knowledge to make sure that now this person is now walking, moving, living, breathing as an artist, mm-hmm. and now I'm a label exec. I'm a I'm an executive who's now making sure my label is good. Because at the end of the day, any label out there that's, that has an artist on it, and I'm not talking about cash money, y'all. Don't y'all talk about Lil Wayne. Don't y'all come uh-huh. talking to me about Lil Wayne because Lil Wayne was kind of, as y'all now see, Lil Wayne was done when cash money came out. It was all about putting on somebody else, you know? And it was all about, all right, they playing with my money. It's time for me to start making money off other people. You know, it's time for me to start building an empire and bringing in revenue from other sources which are products and if y'all people someone gets everyone gets mad at me when i call you artists products you are no different than this damn coca-cola bottle that didn't pay me for this you are no different than this mac computer that i'm using you're no different than this ipad when you say you're a rapper you are a product and if you don't intend on selling yourself then with all due respect shut your mouth you're not a rapper you're not an artist you're just a hobbyist who likes doing music. It's this. We got to keep it 1,000. We got to keep it 1,000. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, it's a lot of people right now running around talking about we a label. Join us. And the artists are dropping fucking United Master hyperlinks. And it's like, what the hell? I, I thought you were signed. You know? Told on, so if you sign, you're not supposed to, you don't need United Masters to... Why would you? If you have a label that's supposed to be taking care of your distribution, then your label is supposed to be your label's distribution that's taking care of your hyperlink. It shouldn't be a United Masters hyperlink. It should be whatever your label is, Joe Blow Records hyperlink. I mean, right? I don't see United... I don't see a... I didn't see a, 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 a Kanye West album hyperlink say... Uh, somewhere else, it say Def Jam. It say Def Jam. Def Jam records um, new album, Donda, Kanye West. Hold on, but then that that makes me ask another question. So the label has to also be the distributor as well? And how would... Yes. I mean, let's just be let's just be frank here. Can I be frank for a second? Everybody yeah. like to be frank. If the label ain't your distributor, then who do you work for? I mean, listen, can I buy a McDonald's burger, 
take it out of McDonald's and start selling it on the street and say, this is K-Ron's burger. These are six burgers. Come on and no. get your six burgers. I mean, mm -hmm. everyone would be like, yo, this is a McDonald's burger. Yeah. They'd be like, this. no, 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 I'm distributing it. I'm distributing No, I'm distributing these <laughs> McDonald's burgers now. No, no, we, we get these from McDonald's, bro. Like, you can't do that. Yeah. You know? Like, so if I want to sell independent burgers, I can't even make my own burgers on the grill and go get a bunch of McDonald's wrappers and help sell them. I can't go Hold get Hold on, McDonald's. but would the label go through United Masters to distribute your music? Of course. Of, listen, like, maybe. Maybe not. You never know. Right? Because mm -hmm. what a real distribution from a label is, you pull it up to the city and you see your flyer. <laughs> So if if your flyers are plastered around the city everywhere, do you really mm -hmm. need a hyperlink? Yeah. If your videos and your commercials are on every internet outlet, do you really mm -hmm. need a hyperlink? You have a commercial. You have yeah. you have a press run. Usually mm -hmm. a, pre a press run is put together. Like so, you don't need a hyperlink. I mean, come on, real artists do not. Did you see Young Dolph post a hyperlink to his new paper route Illuminati? There was just the cover and a and a nice press run. Paper Route Illuminati coming soon. Y'all better check that shit out. Mm -hmm. You know? And then it was every radio station playing a new single and talking about it. Because mm -hmm. that's how the record labels do it. That's how the big boys do it. Because they have connections. They have people that they know. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, listen, listen. A lot of these people are throwing the word label on it because it looks good and it's beautiful. It's a nice little rapping. And then, mm -hmm. these, and then these people are buying it, and then they're biting into it, and they're like, wait a minute, this tastes nasty. But mm -hmm. the sad part about it is someone sitting over you, and like, you got to eat it. Once you sign with any one of these people that you that you believe in, one of your mm -hmm. team members, they're over top of you like, you got to eat that burger. You got to finish mm -hmm. it. No matter how disgusting it is, no matter mm -hmm. if you don't like pickles, you don't like onions, if you don't like mm -hmm. ketchup, if you don't like mayo, you got to finish it. You gotta get it down or say fuck it i won't eat i won't eat mm -hmm. and i'll just leave this here it's like mm -hmm. my mama used to say to me you won't get nothing else to eat if you don't finish that and i'm trying to tell you only time only thing that i used to pray at those times is that mm -hmm. mama fall asleep before me and she never did she never did. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. so all these artists out here, like, I see it. Like, I'm like, oh man, like, you a label? Like, really? You an empire? Congratulations. That doesn't excite me. I want y'all to know something that does not excite me. And I want y'all artists to want. I want y'all to understand something that should not excite you either. Okay? When the label comes up to you and say, hey, I'm Joe Blow Records. We were Empire Records. We want to mm -hmm. sign you. Don't run to me talk about I'm signing with Empire. No, you're not. Mm. What do you mean? If they <laughs> if they say they from Empire and you're signed to Empire, then so, how can you not be signed to Empire? Again, like again, this game. <laughs> again, this game is about this game is about numbers. So Empire signs. Empire signed success records. Empire would sign success records and give me a budget. Me a budget to do my bidding. Or maybe not. You know what I'm saying? 
Oh, that's yeah. not. Usually they don't give you a budget. They just give you a distribution deal, which allows you to tag their name on stuff, and they get a percentage on the back end for you being privy to using their name. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, what happens is these type of deals are offered to the artists and to the management companies who don't want to give up their publisher, who feel like they're super smart and know the business and don't want to give up anything. So these are the type of deals they go for, right? They're like, hey, nah, we want to own everything. Just give us distribution. Every label in the world is going to give you one of those, guys. Because mm-hmm. if you're telling me that if if you come to this radio and you say, hey, boss, this, let, let, let us pay you quarterly couple of thousand use your name and you know you guys don't have to do nothing Jezebel is gonna look at y'all and say all right just these are the rules mm-hmm. don't don't say this don't say that don't say that or you gotta cover your own self and the rest is cool and next thing you know I'm gonna run around that I'm gonna run around town everywhere yeah boss Biz radio guys I'm a boss Biz radio I'm a boss Biz radio at the end of the day you don't have to endorse that. You don't have to promote that because you're a service at that point because you're still in the business. But let's just be, let's just be blunt. Like if you if you really were empire, where's your where's your imp, where why aren't you moving like everyone with empire? Mm. And so if you do sign a, a budget that's with success, they give me a budget to do whatever I want, my own freedom. I go out and I'm starting to sign artists, which I know now that I have a budget or a backing. So. Now I can go in and sign artists, do whatever I want. What stops me from either signing them and giving them nothing, or signing them and giving them everything and getting everything on the back end? Mm. A lot of artists don't understand how the back end works. A lot of artists don't even understand ledgers. They don't understand the, the rules of engagement. They don't understand. They don't understand catalogs, percentages, and it's and it's not y'all fault because, like I said, they they don't put this stuff online for y'all. And online is the new book. And yeah. y'all don't understand, it's called the internet, not a book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Like, you got to yeah. read a book. You got to get knowledgeable. You got to get hip. Because this is a business. You know, like, so So when I see all these fake labels keep popping up and, like, talking real smack online and feeding false knowledge to, to artists, telling <laughs> artists they, that they can't tour, that they got to wait until this to drop, and they got to do this and do that. And I see a lot of artists' names, and I'm not going to sit up here and Keep, I'm not gonna keep telling y'all when I when y'all send me y'all album and I see that DK at the bottom, that is very disgusting. That's very disgusting to me. Like honestly, that is more dis- like <laughs> Je- Jezebel found. I was out, trying not to laugh. Jezebel, you Jezebel, you found out like a lot of people. I don't like American cheese at all. I can't eat it. It will make me sick as hell. <laughs> I feel so bad. Sorry. Again. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's just American cheese. Like, and I don't understand what, what it is about I America. told him no cheese. But I need out of America, y'all. I need out of America. Like, but I like Swiss, whatever like that, but mozzarella, but no American. But it's like that when I see that DK underneath of y'all albums. I'm like, oh, I just want to throw up. Why? Because that tells me that you're just here for the fun. You're just here for the fun. And honestly, when you're here for the fun, because I'm a fun guy, not a fun guy, but a fun guy, when I see you're here for the fun, I'll have fun with you. I'll I'll chill with you. I'll celebrate with you. I'll party with you. But I won't do business with you because you don't know it. 
and I'll lose money or I'll gain all the money and I'll, I'll lose a friend, you know? And that's where a lot of things happen because you party with these celebrities. A lot of y'all pay these celebrities to go to these shows. You think that it's about to be cool and y'all lose a friend because y'all know how it works. Y'all need how to make your own money back. I, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of artists that performed at that showcase, which was 28 artists, I think it was. 29. Oh, yeah. yeah no, 29. 29 artists. I can probably count on my hand how many of them took care of their business after that show. And the saddest part about it is it probably would be a zero. And that's and that like those are the things now that I look at when I be going to these showcases. I'm like, damn, all these all these people are here that's really talented. Mm-hmm. Like, but I heard one of the artists say, "I got I gotta go because I gotta get up and go to work in the morning." And that that was like he didn't even understand. Like, I felt like he was Thor because he hit me with a hammer. That felt like a hammer hitting me across my chest when he said that. <laughs> I like, it's like what are you doing this for if you, you gotta still got to go to work? You got to leave and go to work in the morning. Nah, not even that because, like I said, I'm no longer, I don't want to knock y'all for getting up and going to work in the morning. Like, if you feel like that, if that's what you got to do to take care of your household, by all means, don't lose your house listening to success. Don't lose your house rolling with success. I got my house. I got my car. <laughs> I don't work. I do music. That's my job. I'm an artist and a host and, and, a, and a good one. You know, so I do my job. So it's like, cool. But don't 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 lose your house rolling with success. But try these things because I say to myself, if you're gonna give that job eight hours and you're running out of an opportunity to possibly I don't know how much a person may make a job, but you possibly could have won and whatever opportunities come from that, even still I don't know how many people you network with because it seemed like you just rap and then you just rode because you had to go to work. And I know most people are not networking with artists before they perform. So stop it because you want to see what they're doing. So stop it. You're not doing it. If you say, I, I meet everybody in the club, stop it. You go to your corner, wait till you perform, and then when you rap and roll, you do yourself a disservice, especially when you when you do it, when you do it and then you're doing it because you got to go to work in the morning. Well, guess what? The same way that no one's going to remember your name, <laughs> you know, when you left the show early and walked out because you had to go to work, no one besides your co-workers at that job is going to remember who you are. No one walking in that job is going to say, oh, Thomas was great. Let me let me call Thomas and see if he want to leave that job and come work at my job where he can make more money. Mm-hmm. If that's a dream you're looking for, no one's going to come in your job and say, hey, Tom, you look like a rapper. I want to sign you today. Because <laughs> I think that a lot of y'all... <laughs> <laughs> it's like a magical unicorn. You know what I'm saying? Now, I do want to say something, another thing about the show. Um, I did admire, like, the versatility. Like, to me, it didn't sound like everybody did not sound the same. Because like, all artists don't. Well, home here sometimes, not the shit on our artists at home, but a lot of times the music might sound, you know. Yeah. Out there, it was just such, like, just different. But I guess because it was people from different areas. Everybody yep. wasn't from Jersey. Um, so that it, that was nice to see. Yeah, because it's crazy because, like, that's how, those to me are the best shows. They create more quality. 
That's why the DMV shows, a lot of people be rolling out fast because it's like, oh, I heard this already. It's the same person mm-hmm. rapping. Wait, am I going to ever go? Because it's, it's like you keep hearing the same song and then they get up there to do the same damn song. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, nah, yeah. like, but that that happens in areas though. Because when I went to the show in Atlanta, mm-hmm. Wednesday, everybody that sang, sang, sang the same, sound the same way. For real? Yep. And the thing about it is, when you get in an area, it doesn't matter. If if you are an indie artist and you are in a local area and you're staying local until you travel or expand out of what you think is your style of music that you want to make, then you're going to sound like every artist in that area because you believe that that's the sound that came up from this area. And a lot of artists are only in this for the for the competition of it. It's like, oh, I want to be like him. Oh, I can do that. Yeah. I like that song. I like that song. A lot of artists don't even listen to any other style but the style of music they make. Like for for a long time, my sons wouldn't listen to anything but that Chicago drill stuff, and they all wanted to be rappers. So then when they would rap, they'd be like, "I'm rolling down, now." I'm like, "What are y'all doing? What the hell is that?" Yum <laughs> y'all rap. Uh-huh. You know, but that was all it was listening to. I have to, sometimes you get you get like if you ain't in the room with you'll catch them talking about some riding with the stick like they got guns and shit. <laughs> ten, ten years old. <laughs> you gotta be like, yo, turn that shit off, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like because you gotta understand like music is music is subjective. I used to get mad like my like my mom and then like, nah, y'all can't listen to that. But now I'm like, nah, like I let them listen to it. But I'm mm-hmm. like, don't get, don't, 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 don't get it confused as to what's music and what's real life and what you can and can't do. <laughs> yeah. Because you know, hey, look, hey, I, 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 you should tell him. I'm a strict dad. My kids know I cut you off. You don't seem like it. You seem like laid back, cool. No, like, like, so, like, it's, 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 it's. I have this, like, um, I have a style of discipline. See, my father. He was like the disciplinary that would really like kick our ass, throw you through a wall, beat the hell out of you. You know what I'm saying? Like you'd be scared. Now, me, I'm the one that moves with mental fear, psychological warfare. My ki- I think that my kids believe that I'll kill them and or, <laughs> and or really put them out no matter how old they are. They believe that I will cut them off, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, and as long as they believe that and see, mm-hmm. unfortunately, I got shot and my kids seen that, you know, mm-hmm. so when they saw me survive it, it kind of gave them a different, like, f- f- um, res- boundary with me. Yeah. Like, oh, well, a bullet can't stop them. I ain't <laughs> fucking with them. You know? <laughs> like, that's their mental, you know? Like, my, mm-hmm. my 10 year old, he calls me Superman. He's like, nah, dad, you made a steal. Like, no, no. I'm like, hey, yeah, as long as you think that, then I'm good. Like, so mm-hmm. if I catch it, you know, and then I don't let nobody play. I'm a Taurus, you know? <laughs> so when that Taurus come out, the Taurus come out. When the bull come out. But psychological warfare is a lot better than yeah. actually, actually getting physical. I think mm-hmm. I probably probably had to beat all my kids collectively. It's five of them. So I've given out four beatings. One cool. each. One each. Well, something like that, yeah. I mean, well, I still don't see you being strict. Like, I can't see you be like, sit down! <laughs> like, I just... 
Look, hey, sit down over there. It's like two things that would get me to that level. Knocking over my weed or knocking over my food. I'm like, oh, wait. somebody's going down. Those, those are the things that get me, really, all the time. So, so look, like, the winner of the showcase was... Um, I'm on it from I'm Baltimore. I'm on it from Baltimore. Now, mm-hmm. that was interesting. When did we have him coming on the show? Oh, we got to set that up. Yeah, we got we got Let's my see. man coming on the show. We got um we got my guy Spoonie coming Spoonie. on next week. Which okay. Is amazing. So okay. shout out to everyone that is actually using the Rolling with Success link at the top of the Rolling with Success Instagram to book y'all mm-hmm. interviews. Like that's lit. We're gonna be getting all y'all in. And shout out to all the ones that are booking y'all's like months down, like time in advance. Um yeah. also I wanna let y'all know that y'all can send me y'all music, I'll listen yeah. to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We got a lot of things popping off here at Boss Biz Radio. Y'all know we're on yeah. Spotify, iTunes yep. now. We got the podcast uh, station now. So Boss Biz Radio making big moves, man. Like, and it's getting real crazy. Man. Getting real crazy. So man. are you, uh, when is the next show? Are you planning on doing another show soon or what? Um, I mean, I ha- I have some things in the works. The thing for me is I'm trying to move in a different direction as far as making sure that the artists really, truly benefit. Like, I I like how the artist, each artist was able to get something, studio time or free beat or money or, you know, like just something in general. So I'm, I'm definitely looking to do something that's so, more so going to benefit the artists. And I'm picking, I'm about to put together a tour. Okay. I'm picking only 10 artists for this tour. Mm. Only 10. Now, what's crazy is we've locked in four states and we're in the process of doing picking up a fifth one. We will be in every city for at least three days. Ooh, that's so we okay. got we got LA, three days in LA, three days in Georgia, three days in Florida, three days up in Jersey. And then we're gonna do some three days up in the DMV. We try to lock in that. Now the three days in the DMV is probably easy, but I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I don't wanna come back to the DMV if y'all gonna be still up there wilding. So y'all gotta get y'all shit together before I, yeah. I, I, I gotta get shit together. Cause y'all is lunching yeah. right now. Like y'all Have you thought right. about Texas? Yeah, we we I, I actually you know so speaking of Texas, I'm actually gonna be in Texas um real soon. So when I'm down there, guys, let me I'm gonna be letting everybody down there know. Um, mm-hmm. Probably like within the next month or so, I'll be down in Houston. I'll be letting yeah. everybody know about that. But we got a lot of stuff going on. Like I'm trying to work with a lot of stuff. Like we try to lock in more cities and more mm-hmm. venues. The flyers and stuff, we're going to get that out. Um, I'm going to be picking the 10 artists. Now, honestly, how I'm going about picking the 10 artists, I'm only picking headlining artists. Like every artist that's on this show has to be able and knowledgeable of headlining their own show so mm. i mean like no disrespect to a lot of the artists that's doing like showcases and things like that 
like I'm going, we working on stuff like that for y'all. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm working with artists who are really like know how to headline a show, mm-hmm. know how to perform, and it's not really about having a crowd, guys, because that's the point of this tour to build up a crowd for you, to build mm-hmm. up promo. We're gonna be taking mm-hmm. care of all the Airbnbs, so everybody ain't gonna have to worry about where they stand. We ain't gonna mm-hmm. be paying to get you there because if you're serious, you can get there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like get your own plane tickets. And I, I don't know. I'm, we may we may figure that out. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> But the reality of it is, like, I really want everybody to understand, like, how these tools work, how mm-hmm. bringing in revenue works. People don't understand partnerships. A lot of mm-hmm. artists do not understand merchandise. A lot yeah. of artists do not understand sales and how to get mm-hmm. these things. And, like, I want to take 10 artists on the road, you know, mm-hmm. hit these hit these cities and give them some exposure um, to some of the spots that I've been to, some of the crowds that I have, some of the people mm-hmm. that I know that are looking for good shows because yeah. this is this is what it's really about like being yeah. in a position of service like mm-hmm. y'all have to understand we are products and rapping for rappers is great but now you have that's you know you polished you know you mm-hmm. work that's what that is like though when you rap into the showcases those are like all right do we work does this record work does this performance work? Does this set work? Does this outfit work? You know? And <laughs> when you figure out, no, really, for real, guys. No, I'm listening to you, but look at this shit right here. Um, get them the plane ticket there, and if they bad, leave them. All right, Tone. Hey, you know what, Tony? That's what I'm going to do. Like, one-way tickets. Nah, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Nah, but we may actually just get a tour bus. All the artists will be on yeah. the tour bus, and that tour bus will be taking us around. We'll only have to fly back from the final city, which mm. is what we're determining right now. So, mm-hmm. of course, if you could get to the start of the tour and get on the tour bus, then you won't have to worry about anything but, you know, get it back. And, of course, like I said, this is a revenue tour. This is called the mm-hmm. run-up tour. And with that, we're going to make sure that you running it up. You're getting some revenue. So by the time the tour is over, because the tour is probably going to stretch about two months. By the time the tour is when over. When does it start? We look in at November. Mm-hmm. So if we go to November, November, I think we went November, December. Yeah, November and December is the okay. two months that, we, that we're looking at. And we're locking in everything right now. So y'all mm-hmm. be looking out for that. Because that's going to be major. You know, that's going to be major. That's going to be a big look. It's going to be artists from, like, not just DMV, not just Atlanta, not just Florida, like, everywhere. We're going to be trying to link up with artists from everywhere. So, and I got I got a few artists in mind already. That's what's crazy. So, it's really going to, I'm really only going to be probably picking, like, three or four opening acts. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. we already pretty much got the artists in line that are in mind. Um, we just waiting to break the news. You know what I'm saying? We just waiting to break the news on that. So, kind of like y'all be on the lookout for that of course y'all already know i got a new album dropping in less than in in less than a month right Mm -hmm. so i'm trying to tell i'm trying to really start teaching y'all how to do a rollout and how to get stuff going so i really want a lot of people to understand like promo tours and run-up stuff and and press runs is really important so artists if y'all ain't trying to like get interviews and stuff like that and y'all ain't trying to like meet people and let people know what y'all life is about you mm-hmm. really doing yourself a major disservice. disservice. Major disservice. I mean, you're like this is like like you gotta look at your idols and say, why can't I move like them? 
And if you can't move like them, then go ahead and get out of the game. It's not money. You know what I'm saying? It's about time and, and what you put in. You know? It's about time and what you put in. So, a lot of y'all don't even know what BDS is. <laughs> That's weird. So, so Jezebel. Yes, it's, it's You know what time it is. It is that time for the Huff, Huff, Huffy, Huff, 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 Huffy Post. Yep, yep. Let me tell y'all. I got a story. I, I hope we not on it. <laughs> no, no, we not on it, y'all. I hope we not on it. No, listen. How okay. was the biscotti? Please let don't me, put let us me, on let it. Me, let me tell y'all. The biscotti was good. The only problem that I had with the biscotti that I, I Jezebel said, is this 3 5 going last year? You going to be able to smoke all this before you get on the plane? I couldn't believe that she asked me that, y'all. <laughs> smoke dog, triple OG, big dog success. Was asked, could he finish off a three five in a day? It, it was less. Was it's le- it was less than twenty four hours. Six. It was like literally sixteen to seventeen hours. I was done that thing before the show was over. Oh, but it was good. It was very good. <laughs> like I liked it. It had me. It had, it had me in that joint. Like me and Fred was back there. I was so damn drunk. Like after I left the show, I had to have another one. And like by the time I think I saved one for when I woke up right before I got on the plane, you know how that go. Uh huh. Let me get into this Huffington Post, y'all, because I gotta I gotta tell y'all, there's something that's happening, and I'm realizing that it's a red flag. So our plugs, or our guys that we get our supplies from, do things like send out lists. Mm-hmm. And tell us flavors. Mm-hmm. And I realized that they're putting prices by these lists. And mm-hmm. these prices are supposed to tell you the quality of which the bud is. Mm-hmm. What's really scary to me is when I see these lists and one is $60, one mm-hmm. is 50 and then there's this strand for $35. Which even more scarier <laughs> is when I call you and you say to me, I have this strand that's a little cheaper if you're interested. That is scary. But none of Why that. Why is it scary, success? Well, it's scary when you push off another cheaper strand to me. Because does no one want it? You can't just give it out its name and let people pick it. No one's picked it. No one's picked it yet. So you're now just throwing it on your clearance sale rack. See, when I walk into Walmart and I see the clearance sale rack, I get excited, right? I get very excited. And then I look on it and I realize it's a bunch of shit no one wants. It's a bunch of crap that no one needs, no one wants. And then usually every once in a while you find the gym in there. But then it's, the box is all beat up. It looks used, and you can't take that home because you don't even know if it's all there, you know? So when when I get an advertised strand and it's advertised as cheaper than what I usually get, my horns go up. But it doesn't get more scarier than when I get a (laughs) call that you only have one strand. Now, guys, that is a shark in the water. That's a dun-dun, dun-dun, 
I mean, my man called me and he says he's always telling me he got like three, four strands at minimum two, right? I always got something to choose from. And I feel like a boss. I feel like a boss, guys. But then one day, I knew it was a while since I hit him. It's been a couple of days. And I knew it had been a while because I kind of like went in between and found someone else in between that time. So I was able to cop something else and he had some really good stuff and I couldn't pass up. So I didn't need his services. But he came a calling me, which was weird because he doesn't call me. He doesn't call me at all. And he's like, I got this strand for you. I got this strand, bro. And I'm like, whoa, what's it called? And he said Lotto, and he knows that I feel about gelato. So I'm like, okay, he's rushing me down some Lotto. And he's like, I'm about to come and see you. You got to get some of this. I said, okay, well, first give me the prices. Well, I should have known when prices, Katie's were $30 a piece. I should have known, guys. But I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think, I didn't think, I was just thinking my man is calling me. And telling me he got some strands. Mm. Well, I'm here to tell y'all, y'all, this week's Huffington Post is to give y'all a message. If your man, who's always telling you that he has different strands, calls you and he has one, it's the one he couldn't sell. It's the so one no, that's the Huff. And if you can, tell him you already have enough. Tell him you don't need any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Tell them you know times is tough, but your times are even rough. Tell them that you should have called at you a couple of days ago because you're straight and you don't need any more because you're <laughs> already rolling. And do yourself a service and tell them that you heard that here on the Roller with Success show here on Boss Biz Radio that if you told me you have one strand and you're coming down to see me, I should not get it. And that was this week's Huffington Post, guys. Whoa. And that's just to let y'all know that if your weed man is doing that. Because have you ever had that situation where your tree man just called you and said, hey, I got the strand? You know what? This dude I met at the gas station not too long ago, yeah. he texted me. <laughs> and he was like, he got some... Uh, some Zaza. What, let me read the text because it was funny. It was like, I didn't know who the fuck it was. I was like, what? <laughs> it was like a 3 to one area code. He was like, tonight's flash deal until 12 p.m. 7 grams of Zaza for $50. One per client. I was One like, immediately, I was like, immediately, I was like, huh? So I was like, oh, okay, who this? And he was like, you met me at the gas station. I was like, oh, okay, so what strand is it? This is what he said. He copied and pasted something off the internet. It says Cherry Pie's parents are Granddaddy Perp and F1 Derb with buds that are dense. And I said, I said, huff, huff, huff. I was like, you could have just put Cherry Pie. Yeah, you get it. it. Yeah. Yeah, like, so I was like, I'm not buying that shit. Yeah, <laughs> why you hit me and why is the deal so good? <laughs> that ain't a good deal. That nigga says you can only get one. I mean... They don't want you to be stuck with a lot. <laughs> he he already knows. And how does he think that he can sell it like Walmart TVs? You only get one. You can't do that. 
I have no clue. Everybody out there, I want y'all to share to me a time. Go to my Facebook and share to me a time that your wee man called you and he only had one strand. And I wanted to see who actually, it was a fire-ass strand. Don't lie and tell me it was a fire when he called you because he was just looking out for you. Tell me, was he just dumping or was it some gas? Right. I, mean, I don't even, I wasn't even going, mm-hmm. Hey, look, the good gas dump, the good gas dump is amazing. I ain't going to lie. The good gas yeah. dump is amazing. And when I used to be on that other side of the tracks, I used to do it. I'm not going to lie. I used to do flash sales. So that's how I know these rules, guys. These rules that I'm giving y'all are the rules that I had to go by when I was on the other side of the tracks. And thank God that I don't have to do that anymore. Um, mm-hmm. If you hear my new single, Runs and Cookies, that'll be dropping soon. I pretty much talk about that. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I don't have to sell trees anymore. Thank God. But I do still yeah. smoke a lot of it, and it'll be good gas. And if it's good gas, let me know. Mm-hmm. If it's bad gas, keep it on the low. Keep it to yourself, because we don't want that no more. Yep. Jezebel, Jezebel. So... What you got coming up, man? What you got coming up? Um, this Friday I'm going to Bliss, of course, some little me time. We not having Friday Fridays. I'm going to see Key Glock. Saturday I'm going to check out Bello Burns Cookout. If it oh, you going to Bello Burns Cookout? Yes, yeah, since I'm in town, I'm trying to give me a piece of chicken and try that hot sauce. So yeah. definitely going to pull up, show some love. Um, there's something else I'm doing Saturday night, but I don't remember. Um, yeah. So yeah. yeah. A full yeah. weekend. Um uh Friday Fridays will be back on the we have propane the flare on the twenty second, I believe. Hey, propane. Yeah, she's coming in town, so she's gonna uh stop by and you know, smoking smoking rock with us, you know what I'm saying? So that'll be lit. How about you, success? Oh, of course, Saturday. Yeah. Of course, Saturday, y'all make sure y'all tune in on iHeartRadio, Hip Hop 95, because I will be cutting up and talking some more smack and also playing some good music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, everybody know I'm heavy on the press run. For the people that don't know, now I'm going to start announcing my shows because apparently I have stopped announcing them, guys. I have stopped announcing them, and I'll tell you why. Why? Them. Because you guys are some shit. <laughs> you guys are some shit. You make me feel like I wasted my damn breath. You know, like, honestly, I feel like, why should I tell y'all about my show? You ain't gonna show up any fucking way. There's people there, already there to see me perform. They know that I'm coming, and I get there, and I do my thing for them that love it. Um, Y'all have plenty of opportunities to see me perform. A lot of the shows I do now are even, like, private or at venues where people don't even want to pay to get in. Like, they, they feel like $50 to get in the club. I'm like, whatever. I mean, it's private. It's, it's an event night. I do only elite events now. Like, I don't just do any type of thing. Now, honestly, so I am at 2 Chains Club um, this Wednesday, members mm-hmm. only. If y'all want to pop out, if y'all in the Atlanta area, pop mm-hmm. out on me. Okay. That is a nice night. It's a good vibe. Um, mm-hmm. I got some other little stuff I'm popping out on. I might be at Monaco Saturday. I don't know. I'm on a nice little heavy press run right now. Um, I've been on a lot of little pop-outs at shows, obviously. I've done at Ghost Bar Tuesdays, if y'all mm. want to pop out down there. We also yeah. got, um, if y'all want to hit on like Escobar or something like that, mm-hmm. that's on Wednesday, if y'all want to come down there. If y'all in Atlanta area, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, I got, a, I got a nice little itinerary. Okay. Um, 
Now, I don't really like this be talking about my shows like that all the time and shit like that. But y'all already know, like if y'all stay, if y'all coming down, we are gonna be down um um was it live on Friday, um mm-hmm. or life? I don't know how they say L I F E life live life whatever. We're gonna be down there. You know, <laughs> that's Friday, and okay. then Thursday. You know, if there's no football game Thursday. I'm going to pop back out up at Ghost Bar again for Rock the Mic. So, y'all mm-hmm. already know, man, like, just keep locked, keep it loaded. We're going to press run a fool getting rich. I hope y'all like that title. That is the title of the new album that's dropping September 12th. A fool getting rich. A fool getting rich, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, that 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 was only fitting um, because when I first started rapping, everyone told me I was a fool. When I quit my job, everyone told me I was a fool. And now I'm just a fool getting rich. And yeah. of course, guess what my two producers' name are on the album? Fool One Eli and Get Richard. So there we go. Okay. This is gonna be an excellent project. Um a lot of pop, a lot of um, you know, a lot of lot of lot of vibes on it. Um and yeah, that's about it. And of course, Monday, next Monday. Y'all we be got- checking in. We got my man Spoonie. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, Spoonie did not win the showcase, but he won the showcase in my eyes. He won mm-hmm. my heart. And when you mm-hmm. win my heart, that's amazing. You know? Um, listen, if you are in the Jersey area, y'all gotta go holler at Dingbats or Dingoes. You know, both clubs was amazing. Yes. I, we, we tried to drag Jezebel around the city all night, and she said, hell no. Now, I got to tell y'all one funny story before we go, right? <laughs> because I promised to tell y'all this story. What the hell happened? <laughs> I promised to tell y'all this story. Now, that hotel was the worst hotel that I ever stayed at in my life. Did and you get a refund? I definitely got a refund. I, I got mm-hmm. my money back ASAP. Like, the sun didn't even set the next day, Friday, before I got my money back. Hell nah. <laughs> that shit was crazy. Like, for one, I got to the hotel, could not get in the damn hotel room. The hotel main door was open, but the whole di- the hotel's lobby was locked. So, as I'm trying to get into the lockbox, I promise you, can't make this stuff up. I had to be, like, standing out there trying to get in, and this guy walks up with all intents to annoy me and put me on edge. And I'm a guy that's been, that has... PTSD and have, have attempted robberies in my life. So I was already on edge about to knock this guy out. And I'm like, damn it. I don't know who to call right now because it ain't no Ghostbusters here. I'm about to have to just knock this shit out and, and then try to figure out where I'm going to go because I can't get into this hotel because it's locked. I'm calling the hotel. No one is answering the phone at all. So I finally just had to calm down and, 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 and pace myself because mm-hmm. I was like in a, in a, intense situation because you know i was already drunk as fuck i was mm-hmm. high as shit and i'm sitting there like all right who's this dude like now hovering around me and i'm already got this drip like imp- impeccable drip chains and shit on <laughs> out there by myself this is not, not a good situation you know what i'm saying we were like where did he go where did he go he guess he got in yeah like definitely Definitely did not get in, right? And I'm like, I'm like, okay. So eventually, after I calm myself down and like the, the the guy, he sparked up a blunt. So I was like, all right. And while he's smoking this blunt, I can 
descent, I can tell where he is at all times now. Yeah. So now I'm like, Perithia is watching him, making sure he ain't trying to run up behind me, making sure he ain't gonna try to run in the hotel when I get the lock open. Anything can pop off, and I'm thinking everything. So I finally get the lock open, open up the door, and I'm like, all right, bet. Go to my hotel room. They give me the code to get in the room. The code does not work. Now it gets to like about to be a two o'clock in the morning. The alarm goes off because I keep putting in the code and the alarm goes off on me. So now the whole hotel, all, everyone's hotels rooms is like, like I'm breaking into place, right? So now I'm like, what the hell? So I read the text message and they sent me another text message that told me go to another room, but told me disregard that room because that was someone else's room, right? So I'm like, okay, forget this. I'm not going back outside because now that I finally got in this hotel, I'm not about to go back outside. So then mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, let me try this other room. So I go into this other room. Obviously, this code works, but this room looks like it's used. Looks like someone just got out the bed and went for a run, maybe, to the store or something, you know, through the shower. Uh -huh. Like they just got out the shower, uh, towels all on the couch, <laughs> bed all unmade. And I'm like, okay, someone's definitely coming back in here. So I leave out of there and I go back down to the lobby and I'm calling the hotel. And I'm like, look, I need to get into the room. I send them a message. I send them text messages like I'm not able to get in. This code uh -huh. to the other room works, but this code to the room that y'all told me to go in doesn't work. I don't know what to do. What am I to do? So now it's like three o'clock in the morning. Right. I've been out. I've been in the hallway now in an hour. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to go ahead in that room. No one has come back. I'm going to go in that room. I'm going to put the lock on. I put the lock on. I go in uh -huh. the room, put the lock on, sitting on the couch, waiting for the hotel to text me. The hotel texts me at 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, we're sorry. We turned our hotel phones off at 6 p.m. Um, can you go down to the other room and see if you can get in? Here's the code. I'm like, okay, I'm trying now. I'm going down to that room. I put in the code. The alarm goes off on me again. Like oh, crazy. no. So now I'm texting the hotel like, no, the code doesn't work. What do <laughs> I do? No response. I'm like, hello, you just text me. What's going on? No response. So now I'm like, fuck it. I run back up to the room I was in. Lock it up, set my alarm clock for 7 o'clock, wake up at 7, leave the hotel, call my Uber, go straight to the airport, stay at the airport until 11, get on the plane. I send the hotel a message. This is highly unacceptable. Someone needs to call me before the sun goes down. Someone needs to call me ASAP. Well, they didn't even call me. They did the most ghetto thing in the world. They just put the money back in my account. So, here we are, guys. I posted Don't Stay in Black Hotels. I will never do it again. People were like, why would you bash a black business like that? Well, because I can. Oh, so it was a black-owned? Yeah. And and for people that say you shouldn't bash black businesses, y'all lunching. Because if, I, if it was a nice hotel, I would have gave a nice review. If it was a nice hotel and it was nice, I would have gave a nice review. Instead of looking at the fact that I supported the hotel in the first place to even have that experience, you're bashing me for giving a review on my experience. Mm -hmm. So, for you, to you, I don't give a damn. I paid them my money. They failed. They got bashed. 
and oh well. And anybody that's thinking about staying at the Chief Hotel, think twice. Unless you own a curfew that you're going to be in the house by 6 o'clock, or in your room by 6 o'clock. Well, I couldn't control that because my plane didn't land until 6.30. I called. That's fucked up. I called, paid for my room, got my code and check-in code because I knew the rules there before 6 p.m. So I made sure that I did everything in the process. They took my money, gave me my codes, my key cards, all that stuff. Everything was there, but nothing worked. So, hey, I did. I tried. <laughs> oh, well. So this was a great week, Jezebel. I guess you won't be doing another Level Up showcase. Uh, I mean, no. Uh, we really working on this indie grind showcase that we got uh, coming up. We really trying to uh, figure out a way to get these artists paid for performing. So that's really what um, we've been well, working on. Shout out to Israel because um, we're definitely working hard on trying to get this together. Listen, let me tell you the, the, the best way to get these artists paid off air <laughs> so i'm gonna tell you but yeah also, um, before guys, we go i want to shout out uh uncle willie's wings and newark no 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 they tried to kill i mean outside of them accidentally putting cheese on your burger the wings were really really good and the macaroni and cheese was good so i've learned after that the next time i go out i'm only getting wings i'm not getting any burgers now the reason why I asked for the burgers as opposed to the wings is because I'm scared of people's chicken. Like, not everybody can make good chicken. And I don't like sauces and all that stuff sticky. And my drip was too good. And I ain't want mm. all that greasy stuff, right? I asked for a burger. That's why I said no cheese or even white cheese. Because I was like, all right, they'll be cool. They won't sit. They'll sit on the stomach good while I drink. Because I knew I was going to drink. I just didn't yeah. think I was going to get that drunk. You know what I'm saying? Woo! But we could have, we probably could have waited to see what Dingbat's food was like. Yeah, we could have. But what was it called? Willie's? What, 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 Uncle Willie's Wing. Uncle Willie's. All right, y'all. Uncle Willie's, if you in Jersey, go ahead up Uncle Willie's. I did like the fact that it seemed like a hip-hop spot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Next. next <laughs> so, so we will talk offline, of course. Y'all okay. already know. Jersey, I loved you guys. I yes. will be back. I don't know in what form and which ramifications I'll be back. I got a lot of things popping off. A lot of shows popping off. A Definitely. lot of good stuff popping off. And y'all just stay tuned. Keep it here. Y'all already know each and every Monday, Balls Biz Radio, rolling with success. And if you haven't hit that like and subscribe button, that is down there. Down below. Yeah, yeah, hit those so you get that alert when we are on and those notifications when we are live. And if you don't know, now you know at this time, you should be down to those roaches. Definitely. About to flick off that ash. Definitely. And get ready to roll up another one. Because I know I am. We out. Bye, y'all.